All right. Good morning, Georgetown Baptist Church. I'm Maverick. I'm Jake. And I'm... Okay, we're going real soon. Um, guys, today's podcast, I am excited for. Like, I am pumped about this this topic, this question for Jake. This is your first time listening. You picked a good one to listen to, I hope. I mean, we haven't finished it yet. But. Are you excited just because you want to start an argument with people? Like, <laughs> just get your blood pumping or something? I love, I love the controversial topics because yeah. it's we need like our job is to speak truth to speak like, god's truth like if i should be reading king james or new king james yes I and mean, yes. we, we lost a lot of members over that discussion <laughs> not again no i am really excited about this topic this is a more controversial kind of topic and um we want to talk about this again uh, to provide clarity, to tell you kind of what we think through Scripture, um, but really so that um, if you do find this and you still are kind of just on the fence about this topic, please come find us, ask questions. Uh, this topic or this question that I'm about to ask Jake stems from um, what you have asked me and Jake many of times, many times. And in and, and my role, I get this question a lot. And I know, Jake, you have 11, 10, 11 years of youth ministry. Um, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, over a decade of youth ministry and then also being the pastor, I know you've heard this question a bunch. So enough t- enough building up to it. You picked a good one to listen to. Um, this is framed differently. This is the question you have asked me. Should I force my child to go to church? I've heard that question often. And in, in most cases, it was, I have a teenager that just doesn't enjoy church, doesn't connect, hasn't found the group of people that, that they want to be around, um, gets bored easily. Um, and I've also heard, you know, parents that, that are concerned because maybe, um, maybe they have a blended family where some of the kids were used to going to church all the time and then others weren't and they feel like they're being made to do something. And, and it can definitely be a point of contention in your home, especially if you're trying to wake your child up, get them to come to church with you. Um, sadly, I've seen it the other way around where I, children are trying to wake up mom and dad and yeah. trying to get them there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's, that's not what we'll talk about today. Um, but should I force my child to go to church? I think we need to rethink the question mm-hmm. and, and start imagining, does the church matter? And, and I have to answer that as a father and, you know, my wife as the mother, does the church matter? You know, if, if, if my children said, I don't want to be educated anymore, which all five of my kids have said that to some degree, <laughs> I don't want I to, too. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to go to math class. I don't understand. I'm never going to be using some of these things when I'm an adult. You often would not hear society say, well, then just don't take them to school. Don't, don't let them go to class if it, if it bothers them. You know, that's not what people would say. They'd say, well, they just don't understand yet why this is important for yes. them. Or if a, if a child said, I just want to eat jelly beans for dinner every night, which my youngest, uh, he, would, he would do that, jelly beans and goldfish every day <laughs> of the week. Uh, and, and I'd say, well, son, I love you enough to 
get a little bit more uh, into your nutritional value and, and we're going to eat a few vegetables tonight. And, and, you know, people wouldn't say, wow, he is so horrible for, yeah. for forcing his child to get some protein and, and carbohydrates and certain, certain other things into his nutrition. So I guess the biggest question is Maverick, does the church matter? No, why it does doesn't. it matter? I'm just kidding. Yes. No, it matters. Um, so, I mean, I come from a, from a background, a lot of y'all come from, um, I did not grow up in church. Like that was not, the church did not matter in my family. Now, of course we lived in Texas and so everybody believes in God and all that stuff, but the, the, the church didn't matter. And when I tell you when God changed my dad's life to make the church matter and force, he forced me to go to Mexico. He didn't force me to go to church. He forced me to go to Mexico on a mission trip. Um, my life has never been the same. Um, I found that the church matter, and not not only did it matter, it was what I was searching for as long as I could remember. Searching for that community, searching for that something to fill that void, that God-sized hole that I was trying to stuff worldly things in. I found what could fill that void. The church mattered so much to my life where it not only did it radically change my life, it radically changed my career, radically changed who I married, it radically, it literally changed every aspect of my life. Um, and it all started with that deal of like, should I take my kid to church? Should I take him to Mexico? It always starts with a simple question. Yeah. Something that doesn't seem like a big deal today, but could um, pay dividends positively or negatively for the future, yeah. depending on how we, we go about it. Making those little decisions on a daily basis as believers. There was a um, survey that came out in 2022. And any of you, you can find this easily on Google. Just Google uh, 2022 Lifeway Survey. And, and I'll, I'll put that link in the description if you're interested in that. Okay. And, and what it does is it, this, this group of people surveyed a little over 3,000 evangelical Christians. We're not talking about people that don't have a church background, but people that do, and asked them just foundational questions about Christianity. And it is sobering when you look at the results of what is going on in the United States amongst church attenders in what we believe and you know when i was a young man church was something that wasn't really questioned a whole lot i mean you still had people arguing about you know whether they wanted to get up in the morning and things like that but we are seeing um, a decrease in church attendance in 2023 compared to to 10 years ago but definitely 20 years ago and it is very sobering when you see how things are going. So when I think about a mom and dad that are wanting to get their child involved in the body of Christ, I, I will get preachy here. I will tell you exactly what I believe, but it's not simply Jake believes this. It's I have such a deep conviction about it because I've seen it happen way too often where things begin to suffer. But parents, I want to read a verse to you and encourage you in this. Colossians 3.20, children obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. And, you know, that's one of those verses that when people hear it, they almost think of like a 
disciplinarian saying, children, you need to obey your parents. But moms, dads, I can't think of anything that will love your child more than you teaching your child to obey. It's not a mean stance that we have towards our children. It is a loving stance. Whenever we look our children in the eye and we say, I understand, son, if you do not think this is important, but as your parent, as a person who is called to lead you, you know, in your physical life, in your emotional life, but, but definitely your spiritual life, I believe that church is so important and it's important to me. It's important to your mom. It's important to our family. So we want you to come here with us. Now, does that mean that we're forcing our children to believe what we believe? You can't do that. No, I can't. I cannot make my children love the Lord and I never will try to make them love the Lord, but can I put them in an environment that is going to encourage them in their faith walk? Absolutely. And I have the authority as a parent to be able to do that. And, and you may be hearing these words like authority or, or it's okay to ask your child and and then sometimes make them obey. But that is a biblical concept that we don't have to allow our culture to to dissuade us from or push us away from. No, we can we can be a home where until you uh, no longer live under my roof, we have some rules. And one of those rules is we're going to be at church on Wednesday and Sunday. Is it because we just want to ruin your life and, and allow you not to get sleep? Absolutely not. No, we want you in church because we love you and we want what's best for you. And, um, and parent, I encourage you, continue to pick them up, continue to, to get them here. And, um, and, and they're going to respect you because you're setting a, a tone uh, where you expect them to obey. Yeah, no. And, and you hit on a point that I, when I get asked this question, I hit all the time. Uh, this is the main point I actually hit. Tell them why. Tell them, and, and this goes for a lot of things, but just be, for the topic here, tell your kids why. Because even if they don't agree with you, they'll. it's not like, well, you're doing this because I said so. No, you're telling them why. And here's the deal. They're going to respect that. Um, especially when they get older and wiser. Yes. They're, they're going to respect that. Um, I, here's what I say in the youth as well. And this is what I say to parents as well, um, of why you should even be at church. Church is an opportunity, um, to choose God. Church is an opportunity to receive Christ. And as a parent and me, just as a youth minister, um, why wouldn't we take that opportunity as many times as possible? You're talking about eternal salvation. Um, real quick, Psalms uh, 119, verse 9. How can a young man keep his way pure by guarding it according uh, to your word? And then uh, Psalms 119. Uh, oh, sorry, I lost it. Oh, I'll find it in a second. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Um, but the whole point is is letting your kid, letting your child, or letting whoever hear the gospel every chance they get because here's the here's the deal it is not and jake already hit on this it is not your job to make them receive christ it's not it is god's let let god do god's work let his word um pierce people's hearts 
I cannot, even as a youth minister, I cannot pierce people's hearts. But what I can do is preach God's word and let God's word do the work um, in, in students' lives, but also in people's lives. So should I force my child to go to church? I know that that question sounds blunt, but it's just a question I hear all the time. The answer is yes, but tell them why. And you can even say that's that's the reason why is because, man, I want you to be around just godly influences. I want you to be around godly people. I, I, I want you to hear wisdom every time we head at the church. That is why. Um, it's crucial. It's important. And without that philosophy, man, I would not be here today. Now, you might be saying, but I know people who were forced to go to church and they hate it now. That is a possibility. Oh, it happens. And, and I've, I've heard people say, my mother and my father, you know, forced me to wake up and go to church. And, but then when you hear them, a person explain why their experience was, was a bad experience, it, it tends to come from the, the fact that, that we are, you know, we're not a perfect group of people. And, and sometimes situations don't go the way that we mm-hmm. wanted them to go. But what we can do as parents is we're not just sending our child to a Sunday school class with, with no questions. We're not just sending our child into worship with a, you know, just, just hoping for the best. Uh, we are actively involved in our children's spiritual development. And part of that is, you know, if I've seen this so often and it's such a great thing. If your child is nervous about going to camp, you know, mm-hmm you know what, until you feel better about this, I'll go to camp. I'll I'll go and I'll volunteer my time and, and you can come and talk to me during the week. Um, and I'll give you your space, but, but I'll also come or, or maybe it's just simply on the way home from church. Tell me about your class. Tell me about what you discussed. Tell me what you experienced. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to think at Georgetown that, that the, the sermon on Sundays is just so excellent that your child is just be- wants to become the next Apostle Paul. But same, same. But maybe not. Maybe that's not what's happening. Maybe they walk away going, I have no idea what that guy just said. You can talk to them and, and, and help them. You know, I'm, I'm at a stage where I've got a, a couple, I've got one teenager in my home and one about to be teenager. And, um, and we access, um, something called right now media and, and our church has access to that. We can help you, mm-hmm. uh, have that for free. And, um, and I actually started a little, uh, uh, teenage girls Bible study, uh, at our home that, uh, Sadie, you? Uh, no, not for me. Oh, no, okay, I did okay. learn something, but Sadie Robertson Huff, um, you know, from the, you know, the Duck Dynasty family, you know, she, uh, she is an excellent Bible teacher and she writes a lot of curriculum for, mm-hmm. for, Jeez, for yeah. girls. And, uh, we went through a little Daniel study yesterday and she seemed to just really just eat that up because she was hearing it from a person that has a lot of influence in that world. There are so many ways we can supplement what our kids are learning at church. But again, if you're even asking the question, should I make my child go to church? You're already in a position where you can have victory because you're a mom and a dad or a, a grandparent or an uncle that, that there's an adult in this child's life that can help them. Yes, absolutely. Like, um, and here's, here's, there's a lot of cool spots about this, but before I even get on this, I mean, I want to say like, if you're in this position right now, me and Jake, we're just trying to encourage you. 
Yes. We're just trying to encourage you. It's not so that our youth group or our, or our, our church can be bigger. We're just encouraging you because, man, you are taking steps yourself to be a better follower of Jesus, our master. And we want to thank you. And we're just trying to encourage you. And we're basically just telling you like, man, why this is a good thing. And why it's a good thing is because God is a good thing. God does mighty work. And here's the deal. You might not see the fruit right away, or you might see some fruit and then it starts to wither. And it's because you're watching your child on their own spiritual walk. And man, that is tough. That's tough. But we want to encourage you. Give them every opportunity you can. Bring them to church. Be in enjoyment of watching that spiritual walk. And then shout praise and victory when you see the fruit. Because I promise you, you will see fruit. We had a young man in our service. And and I think we need to say this. We're not speaking hypothetically on yes. this subject or any no. subject. When you see the Lord working in people, we want people to know these stories. And uh, this is this story is this young man's story to share. So maybe someday we can we can get him to come and talk about it. But I saw a mom and a dad walking out of their church with a young man who is about to head off to college, and and for him to say, "I'm excited to go to school." because I had people pouring into me over this last few years and to, to be talking about, you know, where he plans to go to church when he goes off to school and to see um, his mom crying as she leaves the church because she feels tears of joy of knowing what that is. And we know that life isn't perfect. Not every scenario turns out that way, but, but truly We are expectant that the word of God will, you know, as Colossians 3, will dwell richly among us. That that as we begin to speak of of the the ways of God and what his word says, and we plant it into our families, we're going to pray that it is going to result in these these young people um, carrying um, the torch of faith uh, as they walk in their lives. And, and if we can, we can affect what we read in that survey in 2022 just by a little bit, then we've done our job. And uh, moms and dads, you know, I'm in the, I'm in the thick of, of this place in my life. And I have a lot of people that are years ahead of me that have said, if I could go back and do it again, I would have been even more willing to, um, to, to put them in the church and, and not always allow uh, the opinion of my child to dictate my decisions. Yeah. Uh, we can be encouraged, uh, and I know our world may say a lot contrary, but, but let's not listen to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I give you just permission. Don't listen to what the world's telling you. The Word of God is tried and true, and, uh, and and it will remain the same uh, yesterday, today, and forever. No, that that that's fantastic. Um, I know we can keep going, but we're but we're not. If you please, if you have any more questions, please come find us. As you can tell, um, me and Jake are very passionate about this um, this message. Um, but like I've already said, and I'm just gonna state it again because man, I, I hope you feel encouraged by this. You are not alone. I get this question a lot. You are not alone. Um, and keep doing what you're doing. Keep seeking the Lord. Keep seeking His Word. Um, and and just follow. And follow when it when it makes no sense. Follow when times get a little harder. When when the um, 
resistance is happening, follow God's word and trust that he is God and let him do the mighty work. Let's just, let's, as believers, let's just be obedient. Amen. Um, love you guys. Um, again, if you have any more questions, come find us. We'll see you soon and uh, take care. Bye, guys.